So with the Resident Evil stuff, I've never played one, but I have watched people play them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of all I know about it. So that's... going into the series, not knowing anything really. Yeah. Like going into this uh, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. And the like, I only got into Resident Evil because of the newer, like sort of smaller scale games, like like um two yeah um what's what was the one with the the first one that had ethan in it i don't who's ethan so ethan is the main character in village oh the game that came out before that six i guess it was just but it had some sort of name to it, I thought. Well, that was PT, was it? wasn't it? PT is Silent Hill. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, PT was literally a trailer game for a game that never got made. That turned into um, Norman Reedus yeah. carrying a baby or something? Or he was a baby? Is I he don't... the baby? What is Death Stranding? I don't know what that is. I know that's, you walk around a lot. That's like the sci-fi delivery service thing. Resident Evil. Biohazard. Biohazard, okay. That was the one with the house with the Southern family and they were all infected. Oh, yeah, that's the one where you're like a husband or something and the yeah. wife's trying to kill you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the... so. Village is a continuation of that, oh. of that story. So you played the same guy in, in Village. And I love both of those games. Like from, you know, again, I watched someone else play them, but I really enjoyed watching them. Yeah, like I've been watching people play uh, two. Okay. Oh, or yeah. That, that's, the, that's the one out, right? With like... That's the one with the big guy that only big gets man bigger. man who chases you. Yeah. Yeah. That they put Leon in, right? Didn't they put him in for the remake or something? Yes. Because he's he's four, right? Isn't Leon Resident Evil four? The four is one of the ones that I don't know enough about. That's that's the one where he goes to like some like weird like Eastern European village. That's and... village. Well, no, this this is a different one. Like he, he goes to like, oh, no. some village. <laughs> it's a different and, like, Resident Evil game where he goes to some to, to a different village. Yeah, you Eastern know, they European like they like village. to go to Eastern European villages a lot. <laughs> but like the president's daughter is like missing, mm. and like you have to like save the president's daughter. Okay. And the whole thing kind of turns into an escort mission. Yeah. So it's like you that must is, predict. That is kind of what I had heard is that those like middle Resident Evil games turn less from like survival horror and more to just like action survival. But and that's the one that people love, though, the one where you have to protect girl. I guess. I, I'm, I'm like, cool. Uh, I have not played them. Yeah. I I like the one where you have to protect yourself from big girl, big tall oh, girl from big tall girl who's like hello, yeah. and you're like oh please, big tall girl, step on me, please. Yes, that's what all the that's what all the gamers want. They want big tall yeah. madam to step on them. Correct. Okay. Fascinatingly, though, I would say her part of the game is 
not necessarily the most interesting part of the game. Like, it's a fun part. It's a great game the whole way through. But I think there are, but like the later parts of that game, I found way cooler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I had some friends over um, last night and we played um, Mario Deluxe, so Super Mario oh, Brothers Deluxe. Okay. On on the Swatch, and mm-hmm. we we're doing really good. Um, we got to a point where they were like, "Man, this is really fun." When do we fight Bowser? And I'm like, "We got a ways." <laughs> so I I had already beaten it with um you know a couple other people when we were in pandemic, um so I just switched over to that file. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here, now we can beat Bowser. Bowser. So we beat Bowser, and then they were like, man, that must be the hardest part of the game. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you it's think like, so? You have not been to Victory Road. So then I took them to, like, Victory Road, and I was like, yeah. all right, now let's do this. There is a level, I think it's just called Just Run For It, where right. you have to run, and, like, you have to hit a pow, and then yeah. like run across because like the floor is made of coins, so then they turn right. the blocks. Yeah. Then you have to hit constantly hit these pals. In that order to sounds win. like a Mario Maker level. It it basically is. It's ridiculously hard. It took us maybe like two days, like or two two sessions of trying to beat that stupid thing. And like we would go from like six to like eleven, so a good wow. like ten hours trying to beat this one level. We did yeah. it last night in like 15 minutes. Nice. I was like, but but it took us so much. Long. But like I had that, I still had that muscle memory. I haven't played that since, oh God, that would have been like July of pandemic. So yeah. of like last year. And like, I was like, haven't touched it, went in there and I was like, Bruh. I was like, yeah, just freezing by, just hitting all the things when I needed to hit all the things. Um, and yeah, we just like breezed through it. And I was like, man, that was a lot easier than I thought it was. It makes me sad now that I haven't beat that. Oh, well. Yeah. One day. One day we'll beat it. What's up, fandom? My name is Josh. My name is Connor. And today we're going to talk to you about the Netflix movie Red Notice. Yeah. I was about to say, what is this? Action comedy Wet Red Notice? Action comedy film? Yeah, I guess that's what it was. Action heist comedy I am Debu uh, describes it as comedy crime thriller okay yes Wikipedia describes it as an action comedy this apparently Wikipedia says that there's zero action in it it's only a comedy crime thriller well, no it's I, an action comedy according to Wikipedia well Wikipedia yes but not imd Oh, it doesn't have the action. They're just like there. Um, right. I do like the tagline. The tagline is just pros and cons. Uh, pro and cons. That is. I'm like, that is pretty good. good. That's good. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about uh, Red Notice. That's also now that I think about it, that's spoilers. Yeah, it is. In, uh, yeah, it is. You know, you're very, like very right true. in the right in the tagline. Wow. I will say also IMDb killing it again an interpol <laughs> an interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief i that, guess that's it that is all that is on the imd yeah that's like that's like they watch like 10 seconds of a trailer they watch the trailer yes yeah but not even the entire tra- trailer 
because that description implies that there are only two main characters. Yeah, you know, it does kind of... The Interpol agent and the world's greatest art thief. That's where I knew that guy from. Okay, so... um, so uh, the cast uh, we have, yeah. uh, in order of uh, baldness, we mm. have Dwayne Johnson, as, Jane the Rock Austin, as uh, John Hartley. We have Ryan Reynolds as Nolan Booth, and rounding out mm. our top people, we have Gal Gadot mm-hmm. as the Bishop. Doesn't yeah. really get a real name, just the Bishop. Yeah. Um, we also have. Uh, I'm gonna butcher names. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Ritu Arya as mm-hmm. Inspector Das. Yeah. And then, oh God, I don't even know how you pronounce this. Chris Damantopoulos. Damantopoulos as Soto 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 Voce. Soto Voce. I was wondering. I was like, this dude seems super familiar. Just clicked on him. He plays Russ Hanneman in Silicon Valley. And I'm like, okay. that's where I know him from. He's He kind of is the same character, except he's... his. He was also the voice of Mickey Mouse? What? Where? When? What? That's I'm, what it says. The I'm voice sorry, of Mickey Sakura? Mouse in the eponymous television series. He was the voice of Mickey Mouse in the series Mickey Mouse. He's also as well Sinkar as the world. wonderful, wonderful world of Mickey Mouse. That's bizarre. That is extremely bizarre. He's Canadian. And he also Greek. played Robin Williams in the Mork and Mindy behind the camera un- unauthorized story of Mork and Mindy. Sure. I, this what he was an inside job. I guess. Oh, he's the robot. Wait. Oh. Oh. Oh, he was he was Robo Prez. He was uh, the it, robot it, president? It says Robotus. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So he plays Mickey Mouse? That's I guess so. That's so out of nowhere. I'm I'm very confused. Huh. He's also in uh, Invincible. This is, this is really? As who? Yeah. Donald Ferguson? Donald Ferguson. Or Isotope or he's also oh, he's also Doc Seismic. And also Doc Seismic. Wow. Look at him. Yeah. He's a <laughs> He's also Darkwing Duck and DuckTales. Amazing. Wow. I love this guy. This, I'm just like, wow, th- this dude now. Honestly, he's this Aquaman man in Harley Quinn. This man's filmography is more interesting than the film itself. I, yeah, that's why we're taking so much time on this. My goodness. We, don't, I'm... we have so little to say about this movie. <laughs> Oh, this this is I'm sure this is fantastic for the listeners. They're like, who cares? Don't we don't want to know about freaking Chris Demontopoulos. Unless what if we can <laughs> hey Chris, Chris, if you're listening, you're invited to come on the show. He's also in right now. development. Huh. Great. 
Okay. You don't watch Arrested <sighs> Development? I mean, I, I've seen some episodes. My dad was seen, really into it. I, I've not seen any of them. He was That's in good. Frasier. He was okay. in Nip Tuck. I haven't talked about Nip Tuck in years. <laughs> wow. Do you watch Nip Tuck? Back to Maritrelli? No. Oh, man. I have not. He was in Charmed. Okay. And not the reboot. The original. Fascinating. That his character dies. It's probably why he's not in the reboot. That tends to happen. He was in Hannibal. Wait. He was in The Office? As you know Brian, what? a former Honestly, member. Oh, that is where I've seen him. Honestly, oh my gosh! At he, his filmography, I would not be surprised if he was he in the was, office. He was the camera guy that like was kind of into Pam in the very last season. Wait, they actually showed a camera guy in the office? Yeah, in the very last season, um, huh. they have this weird thing where like, um, there's a there's a guy that. Like basically things are getting a little stressful for, for Jim and Pam. And there's a part where she's doing one of those, Pam is doing one of those like confessional things and she gets a little bit, a little bit like emotional. And you hear this voice from behind the camera being like, Hey, do you, do you want to stop? And she was like, no, yeah, maybe, maybe we should. And then, so they don't, they but they don't stop the camera but, the, but one of the sound guys like kind of kneels kneels next to her and kind of like comforts her and that's this guy really yeah and that's he kind of like helps her through her the the because in this in the ninth season she's got all these problems in her relationship with Jim because turns out they're not actually that great of a couple because they have terrible communication skills. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he, he like this random, like sound guy, like, like boom mic operator, just kind of still your girl kind of good for him. He's also in blood of Zeus. Ooh, I've been meaning to watch that. I think you should. I think you should, and we should do an episode on it, considering there's, what, like six episodes in the whole entire show? Yeah. Our first season? Yeah. And I may be able to get us Elias. Heck yeah. Elias Tofuscus. Nice. Who plays Seraphim, if I do believe. Hmm. I love me there. some Seraphim. Yeah. He plays uh, Evios and Poseidon in Blood of Zeus. Nice. Dang, good for uh, so so in this episode we're gonna talk about uh Chris. Uh <laughs> Diamantopolis. Um oh, wait, hold on. How does he say his name? Hold on, we got this. Oh. Are you gonna look oh, it up? Sorry, it's loading the ad. Okay, do I how long do I need to vamp? No, Just it's like fine. Let... No, it's fine. I'm not okay. gonna do it. Um so yeah, uh, Red Notice uh, came out earlier this year. Uh, it sure out, did. What November? November fifth. November fifth. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is uh, by. Oh my gosh, I'm stuck on Chris's IMDb thing. Let me go back to Red Notice. <laughs> I apologize. So um, it's it's Quentin and Tarantine by uh, written Derek Dino. No. Uh, uh, written and directed by Rossum Marshall Thurber. Yeah. 
who apparently um, also did Central Intelligence and Skyscraper. And if you keep scrolling down on his IMDb, you'll see that he also did Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Okay. So I'm guessing, ah, that's where the comedy element came from. Yeah. Came from yeah. Dodgeball. There was technically some of that in this movie. Yeah. Uh, also, he did uh, We're the Millers. Yeah. Directed that and is rumored to be directing We're the Millers too. Okay. Whatever. Apparently, yeah. there are also there are two sequels to Red Notice that are currently in development. Really? I that know. Quick. I know. They really think this is a movie making worth making two sequels about. You know what? I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, that's fine. Like I thought. Sure. So with with Red Notice, um, it's it's uh, takes place. Uh, you have an an FBI agent who is working yeah. with Interpol to capture supposedly a... hold on, man. Don't spoil the we... thing. The poster <laughs> spoils it. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know who is it's who's, who's doing what. Right. Um, so, well, that's over. I don't care anymore. Well. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you didn't we have care the, before we have um, our wonderful uh, FBI agent played by the rock. Um, mm -hmm. And he is teaming up with uh, Interpol to take down um, the number two art thief in the world. Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds' character. What was his name again? Nolan. Uh, his, Nolan uh, Booth. Yeah. Yeah, Which Nolan like, Booth. And then yeah. there, and then it's something Hartley. John, John Hartley. Hartley. Um, so that's, that whole thing is there. Um, yeah. it's the, and But... At the same time, there's also this other character called the Bishop. And... Who's, apparently, she has a real name. According well, to Wikipedia, her name is Sarah Black. If that is her real name. That could just have been an alias that she used to get into I the mean, party. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Wikipedia. That's pretty, that's pretty ironclad, and it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we have them. They go off on this. Uh, basically, the bishop kind of uh, pulls a fast one on them to mm -hmm. try and find these three. There's the one, three of Cleopatra's eggs. Yeah. Um, they do all... this whole history lesson. They do two history lessons, actually, in this movie. They did a really good job of the first history lesson. And yeah. I was like, you know, I would rather watch this. Yeah, this <laughs> sounds like a more interesting story. Um, basically about how Mark Antony gave three fancy eggs to Cleopatra because that's something that couples did back in the day. You know, um, I mean, you've heard the the, the story about um, Tommy and Martha Fabergé giving each other eggs. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, but so uh, the Wonder Woman um wants to make sure that it wants to get these three eggs so she can give them to this rich egyptian guy who's named his daughter cleopatra who yeah. uh would rather who cares more about ed sheeran singing than okay um okay these three three eggs okay i need you i need your opinion on something because i i could not make a decision myself is Ed Sheeran's appearance in this movie, is it a good performance? Of what? 
of acting. Well, Ed Sheeran's not an actor, so I'm going to go right. with. But, but I'm going to go with yes, only because Ed Sheeran's not an actor. Okay, sure. Yeah, if yeah. it was, I mean, as far on as the list of like cameos go, it's no Matt Damon in Eurotrip. Matt or Damon in Eurotrip is like, well, no, like in well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I just think, I mean, but he doesn't play anything in. Like at, at least he he acts in uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? But like in in Eurotrip, he just sings oh, Scotty yeah. doesn't know, right? And okay. To Lana Lang from Smallville, why she was yeah. in that film? Um, yeah, I would. I was. I was thinking when I was watching, and they like. As I kept going, I was like, okay, they're actually, they're giving Ed Sheeran more screen time than I was expecting here. It's, um, it's kind of like the screen time that they gave David Hasselhoff in like Dodgeball. Okay. We're just, we're just going to compare it to Dodgeball. For a second so, there, I thought you were going to say David Hasselhoff in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I, why would I ever watch that? It's a great uh, movie. Nope. I stand I I by watch, that. I didn't watch SpongeBob. Okay. Fair I was enough. I was just out of that area. Right. So I, the, when it was getting popular, I was like, I don't care for this. As a childhood of fan of the show, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, so I, I would I would put it up there to like as you know, you know, Chuck Norris in Dodgeball okay. when it's just like go get him, Peter, you know, sure. something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, like that that's what I would, you know reference that off of like that type of cameo i do yeah. like the don't you know who i am i was in game of yeah. thrones i was yeah. like i like that good. he actually like started screaming i was like this is more effort than i expected yeah you could tell though that he was kind of cracking up a little bit a when little like, bit carrying him i yeah. was like that's why you're not professional that's why you're not yeah. an actor yeah one day ed sheeran one day yeah. you'll be in be an actor it yeah. was not this we like day. the attitude but you got work to do yeah it's like um, yeah, so uh, th- she would rather pay attention to that. And so there's this whole thing with uh, uh, Deadpool and The Rock, and mm-hmm. they're they're doing their whole little thing. They get they go to weird Siberian prison um, or Interpol prison. I, it was very confusing and, and, where yeah. that was. It's 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 real bad prison. It's real bad prison with like the most generic like Russian attack helicopter yeah. that's ever Russian attack helicoptered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a whole thing. Um I would like in the second one for us to see more of like Ryan Reynolds's, you know, past people, because we only get to mm. meet like one of them. The guy who like What do you mean? Like uh his like his like friends. Like we got to meet with the one guy who brings him the plane. Oh, sure. Yeah, like something like that. Because, I mean, like, he's got all these different, you know... He's got this... He's got these connections. Yeah, especially since, like, you know, toward the later half of the movie, they were... It felt like they were trying to turn it from, like, like an art heist spy movie into an Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. Like, all the way to freaking Nolan whistling the Indiana Jones theme. Yeah, um dressing up like a mix between indiana jones and uh whatever the guy's name is in uncharted oh nathan drake that's it yeah 
Um, it, that, yeah, that's that's Nolan North, isn't it? Isn't Nolan North? Um, in in this movie? No, in Uncharted, isn't that Nolan North? I haven't actually played the Uncharted uh, games, so I only know about Nathan I, Drake. Well, that's why I was just like, huh? If if it's uh it would be interesting if you know he's supposed to be like Nathan Drake. That's why they gave him the first name Nolan. Mm. But he's also yeah. but he's also like Sidney Booth from Bones, so that's why they were like Nolan, Nolan Booth. Booth. Yeah, just a just another another reflection of the fact that this movie doesn't really know what it is. It it doesn't it it doesn't really. I mean, I think it knows that it's gonna it's supposed to be a comedy. That's yeah. what it yeah. knows it is. Yeah. But everything else, they're just kind of like, let's throw some action scenes in here. Let's throw a weird... Um, uh, Breaking out of a Nazi bunker. I, I do like that they brought the Nazis in. Like, that was one yeah. that I was not expecting. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Why oh, not? Why not okay. Nazis? Why not? Yeah. I guess. We're here. I mean, if we're Indiana Jonesing it, has yeah. to be Nazis. Yeah, it works. And they brought the Nazis yeah. back. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm that sure. is the correct way to do an Indiana Jones. Yes, because what happens when you deviate from Nazis? You get uh, Temple, Temple of, of Doom. Doom. Yeah, and you get uh, whatever that one with Shia LaBeouf was. They were commies, mm. right? Well, no, that was also Nazis. No, they were commies. Were they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They had AK forty sevens, bro. Okay. I think they were. I wasn't I'm ninety percent sure they were Nazis. I mean, dang it, they were communists. Now I need to look up. Now you're forcing me to look know, up Indiana Jones. I'm sorry. Crystal skull. Um. Anyway, while well, you look that up and find out if they were communists, um. Yeah, no, it, they were communists because, like, when he goes through, um, when like he and oh, you're right, Pug, it is a Soviet plot. Because like okay. they're they're doing this whole thing with like like with their with their uh in on like the motorcycles going yeah. through like the campus there's a there's like they go through like a protest that's like better dead than red, and I was right. like, I mean, no, because you're not going to be able to get to see the next movie. Yeah, you're right. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um. So yeah, so this movie knows it's a comedy. It can't figure out really what it else it wants to be, but it wants to be so many more things. Yeah. It wants to be like 17 to it's like and, if you asked a kindergartner what they want to be when they yeah. grow up throughout yeah. the day. They just had that kid in the writing room. Yeah. And they were like, so what do you want to how about what if you what if it was like an art cool thing like Ocean's it should Eleven? Be about Cleopatra's fancy eggs. The, she she gave she, the Mark Antony gave to her, uh, but it's about this spy who he steals. Why do you know about Cleopatra and Mark Anthony? It's like oh, I I just I just I watched I just watched Rome on HBO Max. <laughs> oh no, I got to, I got to the second season and there was Mark Anthony there and I was like oh cool oh. that's what happened. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what Gal Gadot as the bishop was for. I think it was just to have this... the rock kiss somebody. Was that like well, that? But it's also she like did have... fine, but she didn't have anything to do. That's what no. was like really bizarre. She was a plot device. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I like I was not expecting the double cross. 
No. The double double cross. I think I don't know if I was expecting it, but I also wasn't surprised. <laughs> you know? Like I thought something was up when like he ripped the thing off and it's like he hit I it. knew something and I was, was like, up. That was a little bit weird. Like, I knew something was up from the very beginning when he like just consistently just was did not have to show his badge. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's there's they're setting something up here. He's not what he seems to be. It's yeah, it was it was definitely a thing. Like I like I was like, oh cool, they did that. And then they I was like, oh, that makes sense. It mm. makes sense that they, and then I guess they got paid and then double crossed and then yeah. he double cross like Deadpool double crosses them. Uh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds was the most Ryan Reynolds that has ever that Ryan was Reynolds some... in this thing. But he also did, like like all of his Ryan Reynolds like at once. Every single Reynoldsism. Mm-hmm. Except for like he wasn't allowed to swear as much as he was. No, he he got he got the one F in. Yeah. The, the one in the movie Which, that you get. Yeah. I was like, as soon as he said it, I was like, that's the one. That's yep. the one they they get to use. And I think it was well placed. hmm It was a good one. I was like, Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. You did well on this one. I I feel like so first off, Ryan Reynolds, definitely the best part of the movie. Yes. Of the three, easily the funniest. I think Dwayne Johnson needs to learn how to be the, the straight, serious character in a funnier way. I think Dwayne Johnson needs to watch how Russell Crowe does in The Nice Guys. We should do The Nice Guys. I next love week do that you want to do nice so guys? much? I have another suggestion for next week. Oh, okay, but, okay. Uh, if we if if you really want to do nice guys, I'm down. I, I say we definitely need to do nice guys. Nice guys would be a good one point. to do. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, I think this movie could have worked in all of its. It doesn't know what it is. If the, if it had just been funnier. Yeah. Uh, I I will agree with you on that one. Um, it's because I have like, a hard time taking just a straight shooting heist movie seriously. Like I've seen the Rick and Morty heist episode. It's hard to, <laughs> you know. Um, I really, honestly, like only one joke, like really, like made me laugh yeah like ryan reynolds was you know them you know just being ryan reynolds yeah um the uh the two the bit with uh in the when when they wind up in the in the bullfighting pit and they're like don't move their vision is based off of movement yeah and it's like no that's jurassic park so, no i watched a documentary with <laughs> uh with david attenborough Bro. no you watched a movie with a richard attenborough <laughs> that was a good bit but also Ryan Reynolds was the funniest part of that scene. Exactly. Yes. It's like, because it's like real quick, did it have Jeff Goldblum's like, Oh, you're right. It was Jurassic Park. <laughs> like that, but like that, that whole bit in the movie, I was like, you know what? Just for that, I'm going to give you a rent. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for I'll, that one joke. I don't know if they've earned the rent. Honestly. No, they're, they're a stream. They're a stream. Yeah. We're just going just gonna to yeah. uh, establish yeah. that. Uh, just going to establish it right now. Uh, for our ratings this week, this film is a stream for Josh. Stream at best. Yeah. 
It's like you've already got it. You need you want something to put on while you're uh, yeah. it's it's uh, it's Saturday night. You're not going anywhere. You want to pop something on real quick while you have yeah. dinner. I was thinking I was going in. I was like, it's a it's a heist comedy. Maybe this is one of those fun heist comedies that sort of like plays with the tropes in a clever way. No, it's just it's just a heist comedy that does both things in very standard ways. Yeah. It's it, yeah, uh, I, I I'd be interested to see what they do in the next one. It's sure. going to be really weird because um Wonder Woman, I mean, it's it. I think it'll be easier for them because she's already working at the Louvre, yeah. So it's going to be easy for her to kind of break into the Louvre. I did like sort of the character dynamic that the movie ended on, where they're like both kind of a team, but also there's this weird like stalemate between all three of them. Good chess reference, yeah. I did that was one thing that I did like is like when they do the uh um the double cross mm-hmm. and it's like well there's always two bishops in chess and i was like and you're like you're right got got me there well done well done yeah it was uh it, it, yeah uh, for a film it was it's it's an enjoyable watch yeah for for a show that doesn't take itself seriously no. that if you just want to watch a fun little movie yeah. Fun little movie. Don't go into this expecting, you know, a psychological thriller. That no. is not what this film tries to be. It's not what it markets itself yeah. to be. Watch this movie while you're folding laundry. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, if you if you got, you know, a couple friends over and you're like, hey, let's order a pizza and just watch something on Netflix. No. This would be fine. This would be yeah, totally would be fine. fine to watch. It would like, not be a party, but it would be fine. I mean, I think it would be fun because then you guys could talk about it. Like that yeah. was like, I think this would be a fun movie to, you know, have to talk have some over. Pizza with. Exactly. And like yeah. talk about it, be like, man, did you see that? Like, you see? Yeah. Like, like, do you remember when The Rock wasn't as ripped? I feel like he was funnier when he like wasn't super jacked. This is, so this is my thing is, I think one of the reasons that I like Ryan Reynolds is because he he's an attractive person, but he knows how to be funny in a way that does not help him be attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot have not figured that out yet. They haven't figured out how to be funny so much without risking that in a way that like, they're they're not like funny enough to be as attractive as they are. <laughs> I don't know if that's the sentence that I should land on, but do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. It did not come out right. <laughs> no. Um I'll see, but I don't know how to I don't know how to phrase it better. Like right. Their attractiveness does not is not equal to their comedic aspirations, and and they don't allow their comedy to compromise their attractiveness. Yes, yes, there, there, there we, we go. go. That's there a we better go. way. Because yeah. like like I love the Rock. Like I I grew up like watching the Rock, like doing wrestling yeah. and everything. And he was one of the funniest, most charismatic wrestlers. Like delivering yeah. a line, he was great. And yeah. he used facial expressions. And yeah. he used his body. And in this, he just doesn't do that. He just like, he's just like. He, he is he is a wall 
Exactly. And like, yeah, well, like Ryan Reynolds brings yeah. that up with like, the best. A well-dressed it. wall. Um, yeah, I, I would, I don't know what this film is going to be. Like, yeah. I don't know if this was supposed to be like a Netflix, um, uh, uh what's the I word? Uh, uh, blockbuster. Well, or... uh, Vin Diesel thing, Fast and Furious. I don't know if that's okay. what they were kind of trying to make this. Yeah, thing make do. this into a whole franchise. Um, and then you know you can bring other people in, yeah. maybe for like all these different people that Ryan Reynolds knows. Yeah, um, maybe that's what they're going for. Which I'm kind of like, you know what? This, that's fine. This scene, this series seems like a like a like a good place to have a little John Cena. I think a little John Cena would be. He's good. a big tough guy that knows how to be funny. Uh, yeah, I, I could see a John Cena being here. I also think it would be interesting if you got like more of a straight man yes. person as well. Yeah. So that way the rock doesn't have to be full straight man all the time. He right. can, he can be a little funny. Yeah. Um, he can like, show a little more insecurity, Yeah, but I don't know who you would bring on as a straight man. It's Jason Statham. Oh my gosh, please. I would love that so much. I mean, much. we've already like, got like Hobbs and Shaw, but, but Ho and like Hobbs and Shaw worked though. Did it? Like I loved Hobbs and Shaw. I don't care enough about Fast and Furious to I've I've have only seen, seen the, I've Shaw. only seen the fifth Hobbs like the fifth uh, Fast and Furious film. Right. That's the only one that I've seen because I've got okay. the rock in it. I think that was his yeah. first one or something. So that's the only one I've seen. Right. Um, and then I watched Hobbs and Shaw because I'm like, Jason Statham's in it. I'll watch damn near anything with Jason Statham in it. <laughs> okay. So I, I watched that and I was like, wow, this is really good. I hope they make another one. And then the pandemic hit. So it's like, Shoot. I don't know if we're getting another one. I would love Ripperani. if we got another one. Um, but yeah, like I say, watch Hobbs and Shaw. Like it's a, it's a good little movie on its own. Like they don't really... You don't need to know much about... No, you don't need to know much. Like it's, it's cool. literally... It's basically Red Notice. Except nice. one of them's English. Cool. And the Love other that. one is The Rock. Yeah. And they go, and Roman Reigns is in it, I think. Okay. Yeah. So if you watch wrestling, yeah. Roman Reigns, because I think they're cousins in The okay. Rock. They're all like, they're part of that, that big Samoan family that sure. uh, The Rock and like half of everybody's or like uh, half, the, half the wrestlers in the WWE, it seems like. Are all part of like one big family. Sure. The Usos are part of that family. You know the Usos. No. Anyway, that's fine. <laughs> I was I was trying to pad this out. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely it's it's, it's a stream for me. Like I would say, yeah. stream it if you got some buds over, order a pizza, watch it. Yeah. It'll be fun. Laugh about it. Yeah. Laugh over it. Mm -hmm. talk about like i wonder if they're gonna like if you've seen it and they haven't be like man if only this film had zombies i mean not zombies if only this thing film had nazis and mm. then just like say that like at the beginning of the right film. before the second history lesson yeah and then they're like oh guess what nazis and then you're like oh, i knew it and, you know that would be pretty funny yeah um uh, that'd be a fun fun thing uh what? yeah so that was red notice that is Red Notice. That is Red Notice. Have you seen? Have you watched Cowboy Bebop yet? 
No, I have not. Oh, man, you didn't watch Cowboy Bebop. And if you guys have watched Cowboy Bebop, listen to... Her- that was a plug. Uh, watch uh, Harold and I's uh, wonderful... Well, you, I don't think it's on YouTube yet. But uh, listen to Harold and I's episode where we talk about Cowboy Bebop, the live-action Netflix series. Mm. Um, we do all the spoilers. Spoiler heavy. It's great. There's a dog in it. That's how we do things. Yep. Does Josh get a dog at the end of the episode? You have to find out. <laughs> Is it laying over there? You'll have to find out. I was kind of hoping for just like a wagging tail to pass by in the background. Bro, it's a puppy. It's a puppy. It's it's too tall for that. Like Or too short. It, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's too short. Do you actually have a puppy? I wish. Now they're... Oh, or do now we I, know. Or do I? <laughs> Do I order it at the end of that episode? <laughs> because the litter doesn't like the litter. They're not ready to go out until, you know, beginning of January. So mm. that's when I can start getting the litter. So it's right. one of those. We had to. This conversation have, has, more, puppy. has more tension in it than Red Notice did. Mm-hmm. The tension in Red Notice was about as tense as. Oh a jellyfish mm. I mean because I is the jellyfish or they do really, just go blah, blah, blah. they just go blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah watch watch uh, Cowboy Bebop good show um, started watching Wheel of Time okay I know nothing about those books no. other than uh, I worked at Walden Books for a bit and uh Robert Jordan died like and people were like what's going to happen to Wheel of Time like well we don't know I guess we'll find out we'll find out in a couple years yeah um yeah so fun times there what about you have you been watching anything um what did I watch recently there's a uh there's a there's a uh, an Australian stand-up comedian named Randy Feltface. Okay. Um, does all of his shows as a purple puppet, like a Muppet-style puppet. Um, one of my favorite comedians ever. Um, his he has two specials out on YouTube for free. Uh, the first one that I watched was called Randy Writes a Novel. And okay. Highly recommend. And they just came out with a new one called Purple Privilege. Um, also highly recommend. But I recommend listening. I recommend watching Randy Wright's a novel first. Because he mentioned some things, some things in Purple Privilege that um, you would know that you would know that he, he references the other special in the new one. Yeah. Um, I kind of want there to be a new. Uh, I think I I I'm I become a big fan of like James A. Caster. Yeah, I think he does have a new special. There's a new one. Yeah. When when did that come out? It's on some weird streaming oh, service. Oh, okay, that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it is technically out, but it's not on like a. It's on not on one of the main streaming services. 
man, that stinks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just waiting for another one of his to come up because I'm like, man, I love so that man funny. so much. It's like he's he does a really good job at telling stories, and he's like, so I'm just good. like, oh, it's so good. Like, like he got to go through like four separate specials mm-hmm. in a and like doing four full specials without really letting on what's happening in his life. It was very interesting. Yeah, like him being like, I'm an undercover cop. Like, yeah, like that was the whole entire thing. It's like I don't know if if I am an undercover cop. Have I? Yeah. Am I too deep? Undercover? Even when he starts <laughs> getting like a little vulnerable, you still can't tell if it's in character or exactly. not. Exactly, and that's what's so good about it. Yeah. So definitely go watch a. So uh, if it's uh, if it's if it's Sunday night, yeah. and you're like, hmm, which movie should I watch? Should I watch James Acaster specials or Red Notice? Yeah. Watch all four James, James A. Casters. Yes. And then if you still have time and you're still up, then you and can watch Red Notice. You're yeah. already in a good mood because you just yeah. watched James A. Caster. You might as well watch Red Notice. Yeah, might as well. It, who knows? Maybe it makes it funnier. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> what if... What? Never mind. Never mind. We're done. We're, we're done. We're just, <laughs> we're just done. Uh, Connor, what can people find there. you social media-wise? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Connor Thiessen or on, you can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Talanki Guy 96. Um, and you can find me on Twitch and YouTube as Talanki Guy. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. And thanks to Wild Bill Soda for sponsoring this episode. Use code WILDBILLS10 at checkout. Go get yourself some delicious coffee or soda. Mm. I got all kinds of good stuff. Check them out. Uh, again, yeah, a real code. selection nowadays. Oh, yeah. Like, so much stuff. It's one of those, like, uh, they're supposed to be doing uh, teas and lemonades. Yeah. That's supposed to be coming soon. So... Get some, get yourself some nice, uh, some tea. Get yourself some lemonade. Make yourself a little Arnie Palmy, and uh, have a good day about it. Yeah. Um, again, fandom ten at checkout. Get ten percent off that purchase. Uh, yeah. So uh, check us out next week when we'll do. Oh, next week actually, we've got an episode coming out. Um, thanks to our good friends over at FX for Ooh. hooking us up with. Uh, an interview with uh, Branson Reese and Alex Plopin. Jer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, I think I kept calling it Jer. I okay. think I kept saying Plappinger, and it's like Plappinger. Um okay. It's like, ah, dang it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Check that out. Uh, they, they're, uh, uh, Alex is the executive producer of Cake which is a fun series. You can check it out on Hulu right now. All five mm. seasons are currently up on Hulu. Uh, fifth season is currently airing. Last episode is December 9th. Um, check that out. Um, they've got, uh, yeah, it's they it's it's all shorts. And they've Ooh. got different stuff. So it's a mix of like animated shorts. Like an anthology sort yes, of Yes, very much so. Like cool. uh, So they've got animated shorts and then they've got uh, live action shorts in there. And they're yeah. mixing it up all kinds of willy-nilly and it's really cool. And uh, Branson is the creator of Swan Boy. And he, they, he's got like, I think they've got eight 
episodes uh, on the, of the short out right now. But yeah, like the whole thing is really good. It, it, it reminded me a lot of like Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And then it also reminded me a lot of like late, like er, early to mid 90s Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Where it was just a bunch of you know, kind of like short films and like and you're just like kind of like throwing stuff out in like all different like animation styles. That's what it reminded me out of, and it's a really fun show. Definitely check out Cake. That episode comes out on uh, Monday, so you can cool. uh, watch that episode as well. Neat. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So thanks everybody for for listening. Uh, we've got more fun stuff coming up and some cool stuff planned for 2022 which is crazy to say because we're almost at the end of the year um oof one day one day time will stand still we can all just sleep (laughs) i don't know if i'm looking forward to that maybe maybe like one day where we all just stuff to do what about one day where we can all just sleep just i don't know about like like forever no, 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 just just like one day. Oh, just, just like, like a, a, a just, worldwide sleep day. Just like an international nap. Yes, we're like, everybody, will you get a free day of just a, to sleep? A global siesta. Yes, I would be, a, like, I would definitely be pro-global siesta. I agree. That would be amazing. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I am Connor. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Such a world.